Have you pressed play? Good job! Welcome to episode 12. I am Umberto Di Cinove and this is Get the Bug. A podcast that explores the question What if insects are the next game changers? So welcome back to Get the Bug Season 2. I am a documentary photographer and I'm collecting material about the potential role of insects in the solution of some major global, environmental and social challenges. I'm doing it traveling, taking photographs and talking with experts, visionary entrepreneurs, activists and people working in the field. In this podcast, you will listen to some of the conversations I recorded. Since I released the first Get the Bug Season, a lot of things happened. And this is why today you will listen to an interview I recorded at Insects of Feed the World 2022. In the meanwhile, I was my first time in Asia, two times in Thailand and one in Malaysia. I was twice in Colombia, once in Texas, at Wageningen University in the Netherlands, in Spain, in Portugal, in France, and, and I'm probably forgetting something. And my photographies, nominated by Photo España, were selected for the Futures Photography Traveling Exhibition. So I'm currently also working on that and my images will be shown at Kappa Center in Budapest, at Photo Ireland in Dublin and at Photodoc in Utrecht. All of those things are very exciting, but as you can understand, it's already something I found the time to edit a new Get the Bug season. In this episode, you will listen to the conversation I had with Sergei Smetana head of Food Data Group at the German Institute of Food Technologies. We talked about the big picture, alternative proteins, environmental impact, testy ends, upcycling, and something very interesting called high-pressure processing. I found your presentation very interesting. The title was Environmental Impact of Insect Production for Food, Feed and Beyond. I know it's not easy, but can you give us a simple introductory overview of the topic? The simple overview can be consistent from the point of uh, need to assess insects, insects used for food, feed. Um, technical purposes, for maybe uh, nutraceuticals, for pharma, for any other purposes. And for that, we need to create a system where, which can be applied by startups, by uh, small companies, those who are developing, something that can use, which can guide them to select uh, sustainable, environmentally sustainable choices. Starting from you know, producing insects for feed, live insects, um, also producing some protein concentrates, concentrated, uh, producing some lipid products, and uh, yeah, and special products, something like you know, heat in, heat ozone, something that could be potentially applied for the medicine and beyond those products as well. So we kind of target a wide range of potentials uh, with the perspective that we need to make sure that we are not creating new products, 
which would impact the environment uh, in a worse way than existing products uh, there, you know, from conventional sources of uh, biomass. Well, thank you. As I said, this is a very interesting one. And you are also co-author of a recent book, Waste to Food, Returning Nutrients to the Food Chain, something else that is crucial and in which insects could play a part. Yeah, that's a very interesting book, uh, which I edited together with Daniel Pleissner and uh, some other authors. There are different authors and different um, chapters, you know, professionals in different areas, somebody on legislation, somebody on processing, somebody on uh, different aspects, and included not only insects, of course, but also um, the ways to deal with the biomass, which is valuable biomass, which we end up with the food waste, organic waste, and, uh, you know, finding the way to upcycle it, you know, this modern word of, you know, not downcycling, not to bring it back to the earth, but upcycling, creating new products, new new nutrients, which can be ideally used for food. So the idea is, you know, food for food or food waste to, to food. Uh, in general, that is uh, idea in the background, but also if you create some products or you create some uh, products not of food origin also could be included, also could be a part of upcycle. And we <clears throat> tried to review a range of different technologies uh, which can help to do that. Starting insects, microalgae, um, also processing technologies, which you can just imagine taking the food waste, applying some processing technology and getting food out of that. That sounds maybe bad, sounds maybe not realistic, but that's That's a reality which we also have. For example, in our institute, we have one technology which is called high-pressure processing, basically um, which allows to treat product packaged. So if you imagine that the product is reaching best by date, we can return to the processing facility, process and extend the shelf life, I don't know, for one, two months, whatever. That's something that is uh, we're working on right now to, con to assure if it's going to be safe, How long we can preserve? Is it going to be tasty? Uh, won't the packaging, would the packaging sustain? But in general, applying high pressure, we can potentially do that. And there are other technologies which can be also applied in the same way or some other way. So basically, we getting almost to the food waste, but not throwing the products away and returning them back as a, to, on the shelf. So food waste to food in a way, but um, yeah, in, in a different form. Well, this sounds great, and it's properly food technology, so very fascinating. And um, so this is your area of expertise. Since when and which is the role of insects in, let's say, the big picture? Well, roughly will be almost 10 years from now. I uh, started working with uh, life cycle assessment, something that assessment or sustainability assessment of general food, food technologies. And once you do sustainability of food technologies and food chains, food system, you realize that um, a lot of impact is coming from proteins. I mean, proteins is one of those um, foods which are responsible for high impact. So it will be meats, it will be animal-based uh, proteins, but also plant-based proteins. And of course, you um, get into the... Um, area of alternative proteins. And that's where it comes. Insects, microalgae, you know, uh, single cell proteins like yeast, 
and, um, and bacteria even. And then, of course, you know, consideration where they can be applied doesn't make sense. In some cases, it doesn't. And in some cases, it does. That's really give us a um, good fit to put the research. You know, if you will be all getting easy results, all, all the time was sustainable. Like, you know, plants environmentally in most cases are sustainable. Or beef environmentally in all the cases is not sustainable. It's bad. So any new study would just confirm it, confirm it, confirm insects are diverse. Insects are different. They are, can be applied for various purposes. They can be put on different feeds, and that creates a huge field for uh, for performance sustainability assessment. Also, the role of insects for the social purpose, you know, for local communities, for feeding people. We also had a study, for example, with uh, Peruvian colleagues, uh, where they were applying insects for to feed guinea pigs. I mean. That is quite common, you know, consumption for some rural areas where there's not enough proteins. If people are having, you know, bad perception against insects, they can be fed to, to the animals, to the local important animals, and that could be quite sustainable as well. Yeah, let's stay on that. Do you consider insects as feed a bridge to insects as food? Yes and no. And yes, because uh, it's relatively easy entry for the field, for the insect production field in, in, in the feed area because um, a lot of insect companies started as a, as a pet food companies, uh, you know, producing insects for small pets, lizards, and, and et cetera, et cetera. So they already know how to do that. They have available technologies. They can upscale, but um, that's why feed also, feed allowance is, is just easier. At least in Europe, it's, it's much easier entry. For food, uh, that becomes a challenge, again, especially in Europe, when they need to um, align with a lot of regulations, safety regulations. Of course, the food should be safe. Nobody wants to poison people. I mean, not that insects are poisoning, but uh, nobody wants to do that for sure. Assure that there is no contamination, there is no interaction with any kind of packaging or you know, toxic substances entering into the food biomass. And... Um, and that in Europe goes for novel food this year. So once you file this, you collect enough data, which is good, you know, good to have uh, also quite consolidated bulletproof data. But then you get um, confirmation or opinion from uh, legislation that it's possible to do, but you can do it only this way. Very precise, defined only this way to fed, only this way to process, only this product, only that way is allowed. Now, currently, a few dossiers is... Um, is uh, uh, approved, so there is a way, but still it it is quite a lot of struggle. And it's struggle from legislative perspective, but also there struggle from food perspective. You know, that consumers are uh, uh, not always willing to eat insects, and it's it's a new product for them. They don't know how it is. They're a bit scared, they're a bit, you know, conscious. Uh, and um, we see that also there were quite a few products released on the market, before this novel food um, regulation and also after, in Belgium, Netherlands, and Germany, um, those products appear in the market. They make hype, they make hit, and you know, and they, it's always it's for all the product, but you know, for insects, and then it goes declining because you know, consumers don't don't eat insects um, constantly. And sales are not there, you know, companies just taking off, you know, the um, supermarkets won't be selling product which is not 
being sold. Um, so the product is then disappears from the market and you know, companies find other solutions for other ways or to sell online or, or do something else that is awesome. So consu- consumers uh, don't have the tradition of consuming uh, it uh, regularly. That's one of the main drawbacks, I would say, especially for the Western world. So we need to educate them. They need to learn why it is important, why it is good. And uh, from food perspective, my opinion, that should be developed products which are tasty. And uh, that means that it's not the product which will imitate what is already out there or just add insects somewhere. That will you know, change the properties of that product, the initial product. That will be different. In many cases, not better. Uh, and that is very important. So you need to create some new products, maybe unique products for the insect industry, which will highlight the taste, which will highlight the uniqueness. You know, if you tasted ants, for example, at this conference, I tasted ants for the first time. Surprise, surprise, you know, <laughs> eating a lot of other. But ants were opening for me, and they were great. They were adding as the spices, you know, they were adding this distinctive flavor, you know, acidic flavor, great. But other insects don't work like that. So you have to find a way to highlight them so they really taste it. The people would be really appreciating that specific taste. And that is not there. That is, that is quite an innovation for which industry needs to work and, you know, professionals need to work. And it, it is work, you know. There's quite some challenge. Well, maybe some companies would actually do it, hopefully, someday soon. Yeah, I would like to conclude with something more specific. A life cycle analysis for the black soldier fly shows that the production of fresh insects is almost twice more sustainable than that of a fresh chicken meat. This is from a 2019 study. So maybe this maybe things are also already different. Yeah, this is an old study where the sector is moving fast. That study was performed for a relatively small scale, now they're upscaled production. And we observed that um, the improvement, its improvement, the efficiency, and you know, genetics improves. Um, also, they select. Uh, also, they find more optimal conditions, feeds everything that uh, results in even better performance. But in general, as a rule of thumb, I would say, yeah, insects are twice as sustainable on a fresh matter basis as chicken. But we should know that you know if you compare protein per protein, that might be you not know, there, especially. If you compare the digested proteins, that you know they might shift a little bit, but in general, insects are better than chicken meat. Yeah, this sector is going fast. Yeah, it is going fast, but the way at least I write articles with some of the companies, some authors who are open at least to, with me to publish and to to disclose some information, is that we try to predict, we try to estimate where the the um, insect industry is going, how it's going to be in five years, what are the next development steps. So we are preparing another article. Hopefully this year will be done. So we already have updated information and we see that what we predicted back in 2019 or 20, uh, that was that was the case and sometimes even better. So it was good prediction, you know, based on, again, certain modeling, certain approximations. And now we, we are trying to do the same, but we already predict, you know, um, inclusion of other aspects, you know, biodiversity, um, specifically also um, more advanced models of uh, market reactions. You know, how would the market react if we develop one million ton of 
insect uh, for food or feed, or how market would react if there will be one million ton of uh, fertilizer, frost fertilizer from insects. Um, that is quite interesting as well to see uh, would the market react one way or another, and that is a bit not there. There's actually a bit of scientific work to see how to include it, and that would give us a bit more sophisticated model to define what what is in there for insect industry, for consumers, and you know for the whole food system. So you listen to the conversation I had with Sergei Smetana, head of Food Data Group at the German Institute of Food Technology. I do believe insects could be the next game changer, and that's why I'm working on a photo book and doing this podcast. If you like my project, share this episode with everyone you know who cares about the environment, is curious about life science, and is open to new ways of thinking. Thanks for listening. This was Get the Bug.